All right, and we are back on another long, long-awaited episode of Rewind and Reconsider. All six of our listeners have surely been, you know, I know you've all been refre- refreshing your podcast feeds. You have been one. You've been tweeting. You know, we, we got it trending. Everybody's like, "Where is Rewind and Reconsider?" Did I think there's a change.org at some yeah, point? Yeah, has Harrison retired from podcasting? Has Mia been killed? Have, have we divorced? Yes. Lots of rumors. We're here to put them to bed. We are back, and we are doing the podcast again, and we are going to try and make it more regular again. It has, uh, like many things during the pandemic, uh, gotten lost in the shuffle of our lives. But Mia, I'm glad to be back podcasting with you once again. It is me too. one of my favorite things to do in the world, and we're going to have an excuse to watch movies together now. And yeah, we are we are back to watch The Fast and The Furious, Tokyo Drift. We have been going through this franchise, just to bring people behind the curtain for a second, a little bit for the last like month or so, just as kind of, you know, just something to watch. And we have heard that this is kind of universally the most hated entry in the franchise so we thought what better movie to come back and podcast about so mia are you excited for the fast and the furious tokyo drift the most you know like convoluted franchise titling ever as they tried to like resuscitate this thing before actually saving it yeah i'm super stoked because i feel like the fast and the furious is at its best when it's at its worst if that makes sense well, yeah, but, like, I think it's when it's intentionally being bad, and I feel like this movie was just bad, based on what people yeah, have told but me. but that so, that's what makes it good. It's, like, seri- they're trying to be serious, but it's not... It's not. I good. mean, it is true, because you and I, I think, may have enjoyed Too Fast, Too Furious the most out of all the movies, because, like, it is not a good movie, but it is very funny oh, yeah. to watch it, you know, in hindsight, now that it's like, this has become this gigantic, you know, billion dollar film franchise. And it like, wait, this yeah. movie? And yeah. yeah, against all odds, it just, it kept on fasting and kept on furiousing. And and honestly, it does get a little bit better. It does lose its kind of like cheesiness. Um, it does not lose the cheesiness. It, gets- it, it has a little bit more wink wink about it as the series goes. Yeah. On. And it's more, it's more sleek and it's more like higher uh, budget produced. <laughs> Yeah, bigger budget, but I think it's humble beginnings. I think is where the heart of the franchise is. Is where it really started with just street racing and a big, big bald guy and a white guy just going at it. Wait, what? That was? Are you talking about The Rock? No, I. <laughs> I'm talking about Vin oh, Diesel. Oh well, yeah, Vin Diesel. He's also bald. You know that, Vin, you know that you right? Know that Vin Diesel and Paul Walker are not in this movie, right? I know. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited. But still, I'm just saying as a whole of the franchise. So that's we the- we are breaking the rules of our normal podcast. We are going to expand the scope of this podcast a little bit. Yeah, that's right. We're not breaking the rules. We are changing the rules. We are changing the game a little bit like this franchise did with this titling, you know, in terms of like normally you want a movie to be something that people can say easily, but instead this is like two se- a two sentence, you know, title. So that's great. Um we are we normally can confine ourselves within the restrictions self-imposed of it has yeah. to be a movie that you or I grew up on and really loved as a child and this one neither of us have seen before. So, I don't know, Mia, normally this is where I'd ask you, you know, why this movie resonated with you or why are you forcing me to watch this or do you even love me that you're making me watch this movie you know I'm going to hate and instead I will ask you like are you excited to watch this movie at all and you know what do you think you're going to like about it um 
I think I'm just gonna like. I feel like this is gonna be very a very cartoonish movie, and will it hold up? No, probably not. It is probably very problematic at some points. I'm just already putting that out there. I feel like that it's gonna be interesting. But um, the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift theme song has been trending on TikTok, and that theme song is pretty catchy. Oh, so pretty you funny, literally so. just like picked this movie to try and help us trend on TikTok? Uh, well, all right. Well, now this is becoming more clear to me why we are watching this actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see. I've been told this is the one where Han debuts and, Mm -hmm. you know. Do you like Han as a character? Not really, but uh, I mean, I don't really understand why he insists on eating in every scene and like putting his entire fingers in his mouth, like while he's eating. You gotta have something to do when you're acting. I feel like a lot of people, like Brad Pitt does that a lot, that he's famously known for just always eating while he's I don't know. I just don't like watching people eat. And so it like, I don't know. It just weirds me out that he's like eating in every single scene and like sucking Cheeto dust off his fingers. But I feel like everyone eats in that. Everyone eats in that movie i don't know you may be right maybe i've just noticed it more with him (laughs) but yeah i guess he is introduced into this because it was a little bit confusing because he kind of we didn't watch fast and furious tokyo drift we kind of just went through one through well we went through i looked up a list of like the chronological in the universe order so it was not like a plot twist that we were you know that he kept showing up when you know because apparently he dies in this movie but Spoiler. Yeah, but it, it, it was kind of confusing because he just kind of shows up. And I guess if you didn't see the Tokyo Drift movie, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, Who random guy just shows guy up. guy that so. seems like a cameo, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like this should be important, but I really don't know what's going on. But whatever. So I guess... I guess this is like I did appreciate the third that the franchise movie? had almost no idea when they were going to like when any of these movies took place chronologically because every movie up until now like it ends with him he's like he's like eh, like I think I'm going to go to Tokyo and it's yeah, he as keeps the audience you're to supposed to, to be like oh no that's where he's going to die but then he keeps coming back and then eventually he does die in a post credit scene yeah so that apparently guess, happens in this movie and is then kind of explained. But I don't know. We shouldn't go, like, too, too far into this. This is just the intro half. But I'm excited to be back. Mia, any parting words for the audience before we actually go watch this movie and then hit the NOS and come right back in, like, hyperspeed, <laughs> you know, to... You should add a NOS sound effect to, you know... Okay. But when we come back. Um, yeah, just, you know, it's all about family and living a quarter <laughs> tank of a mile... Every day. How do you get this phrase wrong every single time? You I try? don't know. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear how you try to butcher it on the second half of this episode. All right. And we're back. We just finished watching the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And before we get into everything and what we liked and what we didn't like, Harrison is going to do the 60 second summary in which he summarizes the entire movie in 60 seconds. Harrison, are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. I am ready to, I would say, like, hit the knots if this was any other Fast and Furious movie. But no, no, no. I'm ready to gear shift and Tokyo Drift straight through this 60-second summary. I I feel like I have never been more prepared to meet the time limit than how amped up I am after watching this movie. Yeah, to be, for context, Harrison literally just finished the movie 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. This is the most prepared I've ever been for one of these podcasts. Okay. You ready? And three, two, one. 
Okay, so this guy named Sean is at a high school in, like, L.A. or something, and he gets into a race with a rich guy over his girlfriend because, like, she was flirting with him or something. They drive through an abandoned neighborhood. He does some sweet jumps and, like, goes off-road and whatever, and then the U.S. government bans him from the United States of America, deports him to Tokyo. Uh, He is Southern, but his dad lives there working for the military. And then they're like, all right, one thing, no cars, come home at 10. Sean does neither. He meets up with Lil Bow Wow, and they go on a street race. He messes up a car, driven a, a car loaned to him by Han from the previous Fast and the Furious movies. Then he starts doing runs for him and stuff like that. But it turns out that Han has been stealing from the Yakuza, so they get in a street race with the Yakuza. Han tries to escape. You know, Sean tries to escape with the girl that he stole from the nephew of one of the Yakuza guys. And then Han dies. They have a street race for his honor, and then the Yakuza nephew gets banned from the Tokyo, and then Sean races Vin Diesel end Ooh, a minute and 39 no a minute and one second <laughs> you're literally one that is a over. huge difference between a minute and 39 oh you had the like uh, okay i get it you had the, it was like, the millisecond 39 yeah all right whatever um, that was pretty okay. close then i mean i know close doesn't win the race in the fast and the furious but i was pretty i was like i was paul walker racing vin diesel i was i was right behind him i just couldn't yeah. win well, not anymore because he's dead. Too soon. <laughs> uh, okay, so you just finished the movie like 10 minutes ago. What are yeah. some of your thoughts? Like initial first surface thoughts? I mean, honestly, I liked it a lot more than I expected to. I think maybe it was just that I had almost zero expectations. I was expecting it to be like unwatchable based on the reputation. No, I mean, you could see watching this movie why the director of this has then gone on to like reinvigorate the franchise like the the car chase scenes are way more stylish than the first two movies there's yeah. i feel like a certain amount of flair given from the drifting and stuff like that it just gave it it's more exciting to watch than just watching two guys like go in a straight line and like hit gear shifts and stuff yeah so, I, and i think also like the it took them three movies but they discovered that turns are kind of exciting yeah now, the cinematography was honestly... I mean, some of it was a little cheesy. There was a little bit of CGI stuff. But yeah, like, the honestly, CGI, the, they didn't use a lot of it. But the CGI, when they did use it, was horrible. Oh, like, it looked like really, a really bad. video game. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I this is one of my favorite Fast and Furious movies. One, because it makes absolutely no sense. None of none of this makes any sense. Yeah, this Once was also the movie it. where they discovered that the plot doesn't really matter. It's just kind of an excuse to get to more car racing scenes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Was the act the main actor a good actor? No, no absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He made he made Paul Walker look like a thespian that has studied Shakespeare. Yeah, Paul Walker is like Leonardo DiCaprio compared to this guy. Yeah, honestly. Um I kind of actually miss Paul Walker because he was at least nice to look at this guy. I'm just disappointed that this guy didn't say, don't worry about a cuh at any no. point during the movie. I was disappointed. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into it. So uh, when I was listening to your 60-second summary, you said he got deported. Um, yeah. That's wrong. Um, yeah, he got exiled from the United States of America. No, his mom said, his mom basically said, I'm not moving. You're going to move. You're going with your dad. And it is implied. No, 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 no because that makes no sense. The police are well, going to be the like, point. oh, no. It makes this no is, sense. Never it's mind. The we'll mom... just let you off. No, the police, in, in the Fast and the Furious universe, the police were like, hey, you can either go to jail or Tokyo. And no, the, that's, the government that wasn't it. said, that wasn't get out it of this country. No, 
The mom made a deal, remember? Because he was waiting outside for the mom and the cop to come back out of the interrogation room because the mom did her thing, you know? Wink, oh, wink. she flirted with the cop? Hint, hint. Yeah, well, more than flirted. And that's probably, that's how he got off. See, I she did basically... not pick up on that. I just thought that they were like, all right, your punishment is you have to go live with your dad. until." I thought it was like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air rules. Like, you get in trouble, you got to move somewhere else and, you know. No, because remember, the mom comes and out. uncle in Tokyo. The mom comes out and he's all like, all right, where are we moving now? And she's like, I'm not moving. You're going. And yeah, then she's like, like, I have a new m- cop husband. So immediately cuts I'm to him love. on the, the plane. <laughs> um, yeah, that first race was kind of lame. I felt like it, it didn't yeah, make honestly, any sense. Yeah, honestly, my expectations for this movie got lower after the first race because I was just kind of like, oh, this is like, it, this is really cheesy. This is not good. But once they get to Tokyo and they start drifting all over the place, oh, yeah, this Han movie shows steps up, it up being cool as hell. And yeah, this was the first movie where I liked Han. Yeah, you know, I actually did like him. He He's very, like, subtle and pretty cool. I, you know what? I did notice that he always fucking eats. He eats he's always everything. eating. It's his, method, it's his method acting. I, I don't know. Um, they never, never explained... discovered the origin, I guess, other than Gal Gadot saying he used to smoke, so that's why he eats. I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe he has, like, he's... an oral fixation. He yeah. That. Hey, well, that makes sense. But, again, this movie was made in 2006, and apparently this movie is supposed to be set in 2013. Because yeah, I mean, clearly that's why so many people still had flip phones. <laughs> right? It's like, it is jarring because it's not something where they can just be like, oh, well, like retcon-wise, whatever. Like, flip phones are a central part of this movie's plot, and they are oh, yeah. constantly being used in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Han was actually pretty cool. I can see why they wanted to keep him and Around, yeah. Which is kind of dumb because they did kill him off in this movie and then they just brought him back. They didn't explain why or anything. So I'm sure people were super confused um, until he no, kept saying, like, oh, I have confused. to go to Tokyo. Yeah, because he immediately says, oh, I got to go to Tokyo. And then in every movie, he ends it by being like, oh, I got to go to Tokyo. So it's like, oh, OK, this one's set before. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's pretty cool. Which, But again, in retrospect... Having watched the other Fast and Furious movies he was in, and he had that, like, such strong relationship with Gal Gadot. Why? I don't know. But, um, and then he, you have him in Tokyo Drift, and clearly he's supposed to be older, and he's gone through all this stuff with uh, Dominic and his little family and stuff, and he's just hanging out with high school kids in Tokyo. Yeah, he is, uh, he is scamming high schoolers for, you know, to get them indebted to him for a car so that they will have to join his burgeoning criminal empire. Yeah, but then he's also And he's also moved from on that. from Gal Gadot very fast. He has, That's what like, I was thinking, too. I was like, you were real heartbroken scene. about that. Yeah, and, yeah, he says and that now he you're hanging out with cars. all these girls. He doesn't race yeah. for cars. He only races for girls' phone numbers. Anyways, but yeah, Han was a pretty cool character. Um, Han, Han kind more of a- like Horndog. Yeah, well, yeah, he was that too. But it, it, yeah. they don't really explain where he's from. He's just all like, Tokyo is my Mexico. <laughs> yeah, dialogue, dialogue in this movie, not the strongest. Not the strongest, but that's what makes it fun. Um, yeah. Let's talk about our main character, Sean. Um, so we already said that he was not a good actor. For yeah. me, his accent literally sounded like Forrest Gump the entire time. <laughs> it is. It, it's a Forrest Gump prequel. It is. And he looks like fucking Sid from Toy Story. You are so mean. I did not like this man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to this man, but I do not like him. He was not good. He like, they try to make him like, 
Like, he's like, oh, he's the cool, like, attractive, like, bad boy. No, he doesn't look anything like that. He looks well, like a dork. Also, it's very funny because, you know, progressively throughout the movie, all these people are, like, believing him. First, you have, you know, when he's racing the rich kid and that girl just randomly, because of, like, his, like, dumpy car is, like, thinks he's attractive, I guess. Yeah. And then, like, he doesn't, he wins the race, but he, like, totals his car and, like, an entire neighborhood in the process. So he's clearly yeah. not, like, that good at street racing. And then he goes to Tokyo, completely totals Han's car, and then Han's like, you know what? This guy's got it. I'm going to teach him how to drive. Like, yeah, Because yeah. it's more important to have people you can trust around you. It's like, what about that show that you could trust him? What, you just looked at him and you're like, oh, this guy looks trustworthy. No, he baby. seems like he could probably drive. He called He called DK, the, the Japanese Justin Timberlake, and yeah, that pissed him like, off. Yeah, he's like, he roasted my friend. I like this guy. No, the, my favorite part is he's, like, walking away. He already told him, he's like, you should just go. This isn't your scene. And then he's walking away, and then Lil Bow Wow's like, all right, we're leaving, because, you know, Lil Bow Wow's pretty smart in this movie. Yeah. He's like, listen, we're not fucking around. This is the Yakuza. Excuse you me, don't know who Twinkie? Yakuza okay, is. Okay, that was his name? Huh? It's Twinkie? That was his name? Yeah, but then they call him Twink, and it just... Anyways... <laughs> yeah i know so and he's walking away the dk guy is walking away and the sean character is all like all right justin timberlake and <laughs> he turns around and comes face to face with him and yeah, he's like all right let's kiss. go huh it was yeah like they were about to kiss yeah there was like there were inches from each other's faces i was like just make out and get over it you don't even have to do a car race um yeah, I did not like this main character. I actually appreciated Paul Walker so much more now watching this movie. I don't know why. I think he just, he has that, like, he has that swagger with him that, like, makes it believable. This guy is, like, in real life, this guy would probably be, like, fucking trashed by other every everyone. Yeah, it just made no sense why people kept betting on him and kept giving him more chances. And then eventually he becomes, you know, like, the, the Vin Diesel of racing in this movie and is incredible. But it's, like, after just, like, continuously smashing into... And it's, like, why would they be betting on this guy? Do, do they not have guys that can drift better than this? Like, he's yeah, smashing and up so every Han, car you like, So in the first race, Han's like, okay, you could take my car. And then uh bow the bow wow character we'll get to him later but he's all like okay you know that painting with the lady that's smiling the mona lisa this is han's mona lisa so in my mind if that was if someone told me that that this person's car is very special to them i will make sure not to dent any of it this guy just like rams into walls he doesn't care he's like yeah, whatever this guy is legit an idiot and yeah. uh yeah i mean i was also amused by the fact that he had a extremely thick southern accent i think his uh his aim name or whatever when he was talking to is Neela bama and his boy love yeah bama boy uh so like he has a very very strong you know southern drawl neither of his parents have a southern accent and it was very strange to me how he had developed it. Is he just doing an impression? That's what he thinks they want Americans to sound like? I don't know. But, no, um, the, the actor was actually born in Alabama. No, no, no. I get that. I just, yeah, character-wise, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and then oh, oh, also the fact that, so he went to his dad and his dad's like, okay, first of all, the whole scene where he finally, he meets his dad for the first time, the dad like opens the door a little bit. He's like, oh, hold on. Give me a second. And then a fucking hooker walks out of the door. Mia, we don't use that word. I'm sorry. She was a uh, sex worker. Yes. An entrepreneur, a spicy accountant. <laughs> walks out. No, they don't talk about that. They don't ever bring that up. So he comes back in. And so he's like... The only rules in this house is that you go to school, come home, 
don't touch a car. So what I don't get day is one, that, he yeah, day one. is late for school, touches yeah. a lot of cars, and yeah. does not come home on time. No, but the thing that got me was that his dad put him in a Japanese school. This guy does not speak any Japanese. No. At all. I mean, by no. the end of the movie, he's picked up a couple words. A but, little yeah. bit, but like he goes into the classroom and it's like they're just all speaking Japanese. Yeah, it's not like an English school for ja- for like people in Japan who are trying no. to learn English or learn Japanese or whatever. Like it is a legit Japanese high school where he yeah. speaks none of the language. Um, so he meets Bow Wow. He seems to be the only African-American in that school. They try to like say like, oh, he's an army brat and that he uh, probably his parents are in the army and that's why he's there. His name's Twinkie, Twinkle. I don't know. It's He calls Twinkie. him Twink, which is very, um, that's a very different definition in nowadays. Um, so what did you think of the Bow Wow character? Uh, I thought he was actually very funny. Uh, like during some of his lines, like, you know, talking about he could sell rubbers to a monk. Um, I, I enjoyed his character. Okay, but honestly... And just that he has a Hulk car with Hulk yeah. coming out the side for seemingly no reason other than that Universal... Was that Universal just trying to be like, hey, we made a Hulk movie so we don't lose the rights? You know? I think so. Did they, like, take that to court and they're like, no, 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 we featured the Hulk in a film so you can't take the rights away, Marvel. Yeah, no, the car was butt ugly. But he was proud of it. So you know what? Good for he him. He loved his little Hulk car. Yeah, he does. He he, which is interesting because with Hulk he figures the whole... on the dashboard, it was like very yeah. I don't know. It was, it was like fuzzy purple inside too. Yeah. Um, you don't see him race in that car though. Yeah, no, I don't think he'd be winning a lot of races in that car. I don't it think was... he races at all. So like, no. why is he even in like this like drift club then? If he can't it's do it, it's not the drift club. He just go. He he just goes to like sell things and whatever. Like he's just uh, you know, he's an he's a hustler. Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. He's um, just selling people Jordans and clock chains and, you know, whatever broken, else. Broken iPods? Yeah, bro- apparently broken iPods. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, the scenes the one at the left- high school were very... Ch- because all of these characters, like, Sean included... Sean looks like he's 40. Oh, and- oh, don't get me started. He looks like he's... Like, he is a grown-ass man with a 401k, a retirement coming soon, three kids, and he's playing divorced a twice... And yeah, almost and every single character in the high school scenes looks like they're older than high school. And look, I get it. Like, it's, you know, you can't always hire teenagers, like, actual high schoolers to play high schoolers because, it's like, they have, you know, hourly limits and, you know, guardians and all that. So I, I get it. But did they have to cast, like, all actors who looked like they were in their late 20s to early 30s? And it yeah. makes the... It makes the scenes almost like they're a cheesy flashback for, like, some knockoff TV show that is, like, Fast and Furious High, where we see, like, Vin (laughs) Diesel and Paul Walker in high school and, you know, dealing with homework while they're trying to do street races and stuff like that. And I realized I would watch that movie. Um, So, honestly, a little fun fact. uh, Channing Tatum was actually in the running for this role that Lucas Black got. Would you have – do you see Channing Tatum in that role? Uh, Not really. Really? I think yeah, he would do Yeah, I think do only a... Lucas Black could play this character. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. With a with a southern accent and yeah. jacked up teeth. <laughs> yeah. Man, I really did not like him. I am so sorry to this man. <laughs> I mean, what uh, did you think of just kind of the plot and like how everything went along or, you know, that that kind of stuff because we've, you know, we talked about Lucas yeah. Black a little too much. Um, you know, honestly, the plot didn't really matter to me. It really didn't. 
I don't even care how they got to racing. As long as they got to the race, I was like, cool. My monkey brain was like, yes, I need cars. I need fast music and lots of colors. I was super happy with that. It was just um, funny because it felt like there were so many threads that just like didn't connect or they just kind of gave up on or whatever. Like they're just like, all right, he moved out of his dad's house, but his dad's not mad at him and is going to like yeah, threaten yeah, a yeah. Yakuza person with a gun. Uh, like, Yeah, the Yakuza you know. was somehow in there too. You know, just got and thrown then, in there. Yeah, and then, like, Han just dies in a street race, and they're like, all right, well, I guess we just got to go back to my dad's house. Um, yeah, you know. and his dad's all like, what did I tell you? Like, you shouldn't be racing. He's like, I have to finish this. And his dad's like, understand. okay, I respect that. You're not making the same mistakes as me. What? He's like, yeah, <laughs> what? And then, his son's about to go out there and almost die on a fucking mountain in Japan. And then and for he's some like, reason, all right. he just takes the money that Han had stolen from the yakuza guys uh, from dk's uncle the the head of the yakuza i guess or this yakuza chapter i'm not DK, really sure how yeah. that works yeah. is it donkey kong no it's draft king it's drift king <laughs> this movie is not an elaborate promotion for draft kings drift king whatever it's the same yeah. thing they're drafting anyway, they're and drifting. then his plan his grand plan at the end of the movie to like uh, to you know, bring this thing home and get to one more race, I guess, is for some reason he brings the money back to the Yakuza, Yakuza. guy and is yeah. like, here's your money. And also, I just want to race your nephew. Loser leaves town. And then the Yakuza guy, for some reason, is like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, this yeah, will resolve think, everything. And then well, they go and do nep- it. Yeah, so I think the uncle actually kind of hated his nephew because he was probably like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Even the guy, the DK guy was all like, yeah, well, I've already beat, I've already raced him and beaten him. And then his uncle's like, well, then it should be easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, oh, the one part that really got me was that, um, so Han takes, oh my God. So Han is talking to Sean and he's all like, he's like, you know, you, you have to race, but you have to race for something, you know, it's always got to be for something. And so He's like, well, what do you race for? He's like, I'll show you. And he goes out. First, he goes out in a car. So Han is driving. This is like the first time we kind of see him driving. And he's um, he sees this car with these two girls in it, right? And they're she's like they're parked. They're stopped in the middle of the street. And for he drifts reason. around them in a yeah. circle. And then uh, he stops. And I was then, like, oh, this is the Fast and the Furious mating dance. It's just you drift around a car, and then no, but the if point the woman was, is he was showing. She hands you her number on a. He was paper. showing he was showing him why he races, and it's to get chicks. <laughs> I mean, I respect. And then, and then his whole lesson of like you always got to race for something. Okay, so they race like so that he doesn't have to leave town or whatever. But then he's just right back to racing afterwards. <laughs> I like how this movie explains away. This movie why the does. Clock. This movie just like every single chance they're like, yeah, we don't really care about any of this either. We just want to watch the like the high speed car chases and it's fine it's honestly a better movie for that that it's not trying to be this like profound commentary on really anything in particular it's just an excuse to go from car race to car race yeah no i like the way the movie explains away why the police don't stop them that was very funny um so sean is uh using han's car and they're racing through the the city which is very dangerous actually but um, there's a couple points in this Thanks, movie. Thanks, Mia. Where yeah, like, people really needed you. If you're currently street racing right now while listening to this podcast, just stop. All these stunts were filmed by professionals on a closed set. Mia just wants you to know that. We're not so universal. Sean we don't have to put this past. disclaimer up here. Yeah, let's do that. So street Sean racing, races. Which is wrong, by the way. It's so dangerous. I'm just saying, realistically, like, it's uh, like j- 
Tokyo is a huge. It took them like seven city. movies to realize that like maybe we should not be glorifying these people that are like running through the streets and killing them and like try to turn them into heroes. They're like, all right, well they got to work with the government now. Now they're catching criminals, so it's like Batman rules. Like you can you can smash as much stuff as you want as long as you're trying to stop crime. Uh, so Sean races past a cop car. And he gets scared because he kind of sees the lights going on and then he like turns around. He's still going fast and he's like, hey, they're not following us. And Han's all like, yeah, if you're like over a certain speed limit, like cops cars can't catch you. So they're just going to let you go. I was like, all right, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought that that was a nice little subversion of like that scene that happens. It feels like in all of these movies where they're driving too fast and the cops come after them or whatever. And they're just like, ah, you you thought we were about to have the car chase scene. But nope, that's not how things are. Yeah, the cops were like, ah, we got we got other things we got to worry about. This is fine. Will they kill a couple people? Eh, it's whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what do you think about the last race when he races... Okay, uh, I think so his, his real name's Takashi, right? Or Takashi. That's how the... I just I just wrote down his name was DK. I did not pit... yeah, I didn't Donkey say Kong. It. to me he was Draft King or Drift King. He was Draft King. The <laughs> finest fantasy sports. Yeah. Sponsor the show, please. Um and and yeah, the, my favorite thing about the final race is, you know, before that you had seen the phones or whatever. In that, they really were trying to, and movies I, movies should never do this because they, like, glorify the technology of the time and it makes you look super dated even, like, 10 years later or whatever. What are you talking about? This movie is set in 2013. Yeah. this movie, No, that solves everything. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're driving down this thing. And so they're driving down the mountain that they, he trains to drift on. They're going up. It's like their Rocky montage or whatever. He's slowly getting better at drifting, whatever. Now Wait, they got to come where, down. That's where drifting was invented. Invented. It was invented by the mountain people. <laughs> that's how yeah, the, that's how the monks with, like, used to that's how like monks and like uh like you know that's how people used to get um like fish from the sea up to the mountains they used to like drift around the corners no what cracks me up is uh, ox before, carts. We, before we get into all this this last race there's one point where he takes the girl out for a date and they're like drifting up the, they're drifting up or down having this like very muted conversation is like she's like fucking careening around <laughs> turns <laughs> They're like going back and forth. They're like they're like strapped in with like a full harness, and they're. And she's, she's like, all yeah, like, you know, growing up, I was like, she's like, drifting is the only the only time I feel alive and free. And I'm like, stop trying to make this like a sentimental moment. It's drifting, okay? It's 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 not something perfect. Like it's cool to watch, but it's not something like she's like trying to make it like a spiritual thing or something. Yeah, don't you ever like, know that's how they do it in Tokyo? <laughs> Uh, that was a stupid scene. So, anyways, uh, last scene. Um, yeah. So I know you're talking about where everyone had their phones out, and well, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So makes... hold on, hold on. So the people at the bottom of the hill are getting re- up real time results on this race <laughs> on their flip phones because people have their flip phones pointed at the track. What service were they using to have <laughs> cinematic cuts from flip phone at the top of the thing to like all these different flip phones at the various turns to where Bow Wow and Neela and the Who's the guy can be sitting there staring at their like Motorola razors and they're like, w- like they're watching in 4K. Crystal clear. Yeah. Crystal like, clear oh, HD. Oh, reacting to every single thing no, that's happening. If this in was the realistic, race. this would be pixelated as fuck. You it wouldn't was, even know what you're looking at. I was at. just dying at that whole, like, that that's how they're explaining that these people are getting results on the race in real time is that people have their flip phones pointed at the track. Also, that Sean's reaction upon seeing like his, like, you know, lift off during that first street race with the cops is like, hey, can I get a copy of that? I was 
was like, ah, oh, respect. Like the, they, this, <laughs> this movie is like just Doesn't telling us right away how stupid this character is. That he's yeah. like asking the cop. He's like, hey, that's can I have that to my highlight reel? That was pretty. Oh, sick. the cop's gonna be like, oh yeah, totally. We'll yeah, no, for you. sure. I'll burn you a copy Steve's of the in the VHS. back editing it right now. Yeah. We're adding music actually. He'll put it on his phone on your flip phone. Uh, speaking of music, the honestly best soundtrack ever. Yeah, no, the soundtrack Tokyo was Drift. pretty good. Yeah. The Tokyo Drift theme song just beat slaps. Slaps. It just emulates the entire movie. It's goofy, it's funny, it's it's like loud, it's bright and it just oh, love it. It's a great song. Uh so yeah, so at the end um Sean does win. Um the DK guy, his car rolls over like fucking 15 times. I'm like that guy's And then does not dead. burst into flames like Hans and lead to a fire yeah, explosion I know. It's killing like, okay, him. Okay, whatever. So then the Yakuza guy, the Yakuza uncle just goes up to Sean and he's just like, "Okay. What does he say? He's just all like, "I'll leave you alone now" or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like, "You can stay." Yeah, and he's just like, "All right." He's and like, so you then almost then killed he becomes... my shithead nephew. Good job. Good job. I wanted to do that anyways. Um, so then he becomes DK. He's the DK now. Yeah. Okay. Please let us talk about this ending. I have watched this ending. So at did, least were four you times. were you prepared? Did you know that this ending was coming? I because I did. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't had, think I, I was. I went once he said he said Han was family. I was like, there's no fucking way. And yeah. I didn't know it was actually going to be him. I thought it maybe be like a silhouette, like a little like cameo. Like, Ooh, yeah. maybe that it's is just him. like, oh, it's a bald guy in the dark. Hold on. Okay. So, so Sean's celebrating and he's all like, I got my cars. I got this girl. We're like living life in Tokyo. Right. Is he living back with his dad? Who knows? Is he going back to school? Who fucking knows? Who doesn't, no, it doesn't matter anymore. He has transcended school. He's the drift king. <laughs> yeah, the drift king doesn't need to go to school. Um, so then, uh, Twinkie, Twinkle, Twinkle Toes comes up. That's such a fucking stupid name. And they don't even explain why he's named that. I, I'm so sorry. Um, comes up and he's like, hey, someone wants to race you. And Sean's like, ah, no, nah, it's my day off. You know, I'm off, off the clock. He's I'm like, I don't have it. something to race for. That's what Han yeah. taught me. And then he's all like, hey, he said he knew Han. He said Han was family. And so uh, the whole time the Tokyo Drift song is going, right? Yeah. The the theme song. And I was like, at first I was like, no fucking way. They did not do this. So then they kind of pan out to another car. And all of a sudden the fucking, I guess it's Dominic's um, theme song, I guess. Yeah. Is, you think that's his theme song? I guess. It's like some, like, I don't know. His theme song comes on. His car's there. And I was like, no fucking way so he pulls up next to the car this isn't even a post credit scene either this is how the movie ends which is kind of the most incredible part about it it's motherfucking vin diesel i lost my shit i was laughing so hard i was like there's there just this just doesn't make any sense but it doesn't matter this is fast and furious nothing makes fucking sense except family and so, then he's like, and then he's like, this is in a 10 second race. And Vin Diesel's like, I got nothing but time. Yeah. <laughs> so he's all like, oh, that's a nice car. And he's like, my friend. Oh, the way he Vin Diesel talks. I can't even like, do I want it. it off on. Yeah. And he's all like, yeah. He's like, I didn't know he was into American muscle cars. He's like, yeah, Han was family. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but the one thing that kills me is that Bow Wow says, he's like, hey, man, this guy wants to race you. He's been, it looks like he's been all over Asia beating races. When the fuck does Dom have time to go around Asia 
And like, well, so we have not seen the rest of the Fast and the Furious series yet that take place, place chronologically after this one. So I'm guessing that we're going to get some, you know, explanation. Uh, I don't think so. Explanation. I don't think so. Yeah. This no. movie is going to forget. I mean, this movie already retconned on how Han dies. Um, we'll talk about that later in a little bit. But um, yeah, when does Dom have time? When he's running from the Brazilian government and he is also hijacking something from the British government. And no, he's no, no. Like, hey, it, it, this is after all that. He shows up matter. here. After, after Hobbs kills Shaw, or after Shaw kills Han, then he shows up here to find out more information on what Han was up to so that he can track down Shaw. I think it's All clear. over Asia? He couldn't just go to Tokyo where he actually died? He's like, no, I better go, like, a round tour. I haven't been to Asia, you know? I want yeah, to see all the sites. Yeah, you needed to save up some money first and win some money racing. Anyway, so he's like... <laughs> I, also, does Dom even know how to fucking drift? Like, is Dom gonna like? Mia, please. Is this gonna be like- there is that man. That man did not <laughs> drive through the front of a plane in the last movie for you to disrespect him and think that he could not drift. I don't know. This, there is this- no movie. That man did not drag an eleven-ton safe through the streets of Brazil, <laughs> drifting it around corners and using it to kill cop cars for you to imply that he could not drift and can only drive in a straight line. Never mind, I stand corrected. I you mean, those why? movies hadn't come out yet at this point, but still. You know why? Because cause Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah, t- every Did 10 get seconds. Right? Yeah, you got it. A quarter mile at a time or yeah. a quarter mile? Yes, I got it right. Um. Anyway, so then they, they're like about to race and then he's like, let's go, kid. Even though I'm pretty sure the actor, Lucas Black, is probably the same fucking age as Vin Diesel. Yeah, no, he's at least 67 now. <laughs> I feel like Vin Diesel just, like, always looks perpetually young because he's so bald. And yeah, and he's like, always been bald. So you don't see the signs of aging like you do exactly. with other people. Yeah. You know what? Smart. I respect that. That's I think why that's I did it thing. early. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, watching this movie, we also watched Fast and Furious. Was the sixth one? Yeah. We've watched uh, one through six. Okay, so the sixth one has an after credit scene. So this movie was made in like 2005. You said no, no, no. You said it already. The... 2005. No, I meant the sixth Fast and Furious. Oh, I don't know. Like 2012, 2013, sort of. Sounds of-ish. like something um, you should have looked up during prep. Yeah, well, you know what? Flying by the seat of our pants. You know why, Harrison? Because I live my life one quarter of a mile at a tank of a time. That is <laughs> for you. That is very true. <laughs> Um, so the end of, there's an end credit scene in Fast and Furious 6, and it's actually, so the whole movie has now retconned the death of Han. So it wasn't the DK Donkey Kong King that killed him. Well, it, actually, in, the, in this movie, it wasn't him that killed him. It was Han was driving into traffic and he got hit, and we didn't know by who. We thought it was a random pedestrian. Turns out, no, it's an international criminal conspiracy to kill Han at that exact moment and make it look like an accident. Yeah, okay, you know what? I feel like the Fast and Furious crew were just patting themselves on the back. They're like, we are so fucking smart, and we're also going to bring them back in the ninth movie. Why does We'll find out when we back? watch that one. <laughs> exactly. And that's not even out yet, so I guess there's a couple movies without No, it is. Fast 9 home. is already out. It's Fast 10 no? that's not out. I thought 10 is the one he comes back. No, he comes back in 9. God damn, Spoiler there's so many alert. of them. Sorry. It really doesn't matter anymore. Anyways, I guess we'll get to that at some point, but... Um, yeah, so I guess they just retconned that whole thing, so. Not really. Whatever. They just, they just explained it. It's a different explanation. It's not retconned. He still died, kind of, and then came back Maybe. to life. 
Yeah, maybe. We haven't watched that far yet, but... Do you think he's going to have a memory loss like uh, What's-Her-Face did, too, when she died? No, I think this is going to be like an evil twin or a clone situation or something. Like, with Hobbs and Shaw, they introduce superpowers to the mix, so maybe maybe Han, you know, or Han just, like, faked his own death intentionally. Oh my god, this franchise is messy with a capital M, and I love it. Oh, yeah. um, anyways, so, final thoughts on... Tokyo Drift. So I have a prevailing conspiracy theory on why all of this was going down or whatever. Because it's like, you know, there's all that we talked about. It. There's these loosely connected threads just t- kind of tying the race together, you know. But what makes more sense? That Han was just like, he just saw this like white kid and was like, hey, I'm going to let him race my best car for trust so that I can see if I can trust him to total it. Uh, because and... he doesn't. You know why? Because Sean didn't have a family. No, no. You know why? Like, why? You know why? It's why? because, okay, so how was Han making so much money that on the side that the Yakuza found out and got upset about it? Han is a black market arms dealer for Sean's dad, who is deal- selling military equipment to criminals in Tokyo on the side. That's why he lives in that little slum apartment is like to hide it. And rather than like living, uh, you know, on the base or somewhere else, like he's doing black market deals, selling stuff that he's stealing through Han. And he's like, Han, my shit's ahead, son's here. You need to put him to work, make him part of this organization. And, you know, that is potentially why Han... might get him killed. It's fine. It's collateral at this point. Yeah, and that's why, you know, they wanted to, that's why, and that's why Han was so obsessed with hiding the plan from the Yakuza, because he's like, I'm making a lot of money here, because, first of all, Han makes like $11 million or something over the course of the Fast and the Furious movies. Why would he be doing this or risking this? Like, he has enough money to retire. It's because he's making even more money selling black market arms for Sean's dad, and his dad's like, hey, I need you to get my son and put him to work so that he's not, you know getting into trouble or whatever. I need you to keep an eye on him. And Han was like, say no more, fam. I'll let him smash up my car in a parking garage. And, you know, maybe he'll die. And then he just kept bringing him along on these more dangerous missions so that eventually he could possibly die. And then there, you know, he could be like the fall guy or whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. That was the best reaction I've gotten out of you to one of my uh, conspiracy theories ever. I think that was your. I most, like, don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm not going to dis. I'm not going to dispute. Yeah, you it can't because you know, it's too. You put a lot of thought into it. Thought out. Yeah, I was thinking about this during the movie. I like was like writing it all down. <laughs> yeah, I respect it, but um, you're right because Han never really explains why he is stealing the money. His only explanation is, "Hey, man, we're not all Boy Scouts." And then he's and well, no, he said fifty percent of something is better than a hundred percent of nothing. Hey, that's mean, just math. Where's that's a, that's some it Where works 100% lies? of the time, 50% of the time stuff. You know, Han is, Han's a role model, you know? Yeah, I can, having watched this movie, I can see now why he's such a popular character. Honestly, watching the other ones, I was like, I don't really get it. But watching this one, I understand why people like him so much. Yeah, he's super cool. He just, he's yeah, just he like, just like oozes cool. Yeah, he does. And it's, he doesn't even have to try. That's the thing with Sean. He's trying too hard to be cool. And Han's just like, hey, And there's, man, like, no chill. reason. It's not like Vin Diesel where you hear that, like, he beat someone to death with a wrench at some point. So, like, you know he's a real badass. Like, he's rippling no. muscle. Like, this guy, he doesn't look that physically impressive. And everybody's just like, and he's just constantly going around like, oh, I could fight everyone. I could do whatever. And it's But just he like, doesn't. He's all like, I don't want to waste my time, you know? Yeah. I want to just get chicks, eat my food, and drift my cars. That's yeah, all I need. That's all Han wants. He just wants and to steal. And secretly miss he wants my to girlfriend, steal from Gal Gadot. Yakuza, 
have yeah. multiple girlfriends and eat. That's hey, all he wants. I respect that. We we stand our draft king. Yeah. Drift king. The real Rocket the king. real drift king. <laughs> well, actually, um, no, because if he was the real drift king, he wouldn't have gotten killed. So you know. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not dead. So. Well, maybe we don't know. We got to watch Fast Nine and report back. <laughs> um. Anyways, so yeah, awesome movie. Loved it. It's funny. It's so outdated. It's great. It's an awesome movie. One of my favorite movies of the Fast and Furious franchise. And I if just want to apologize to everyone. We're still getting our podcast legs back under us. This was not our strongest episode, but we're we're going to come back strong. What the hell? I had a really good time talking to you about this. <laughs> what a jerk. Okay, fine. I'll just delete all of this and this no, is no, never no, coming I'm just saying, to look, I know day. we I know we meandered. We got off on a couple tangents. I'm just saying. That's what a podcast we're gonna get, is. We're going to get back into shape, you know? I'm sorry. Mia's going to prep will... for the next one. I did prep. I told you that Channing Tatum was going to be in this role. <laughs> she actually did prep. She watched this movie like three times. It... I watched it twice. Oh, okay. Uh, the first time I was not sober, I'm going to be honest. That was still fun. And then I realized I should watch it again with a clear mind. Still a good time. Yeah. So. No, it was a really fun movie. The The racing scenes were really cool. I feel like that's all you really need from a movie like this. Exactly. And with all the cool lights in Tokyo, like... And the cars are... Okay, I'll say one thing. The, the cars in And Tokyo also, Drifter. in this movie, the one thing I will say is the director did a really good job of giving all the cars, making them all look distinctively different. So in the racing scenes, it's very easy to tell who is doing what. And yeah. I thought that, that was really cool and, like, added to the tension and things like that. Yeah, and it's a different style of cars that you're really kind of not used to seeing with the Fast and Furious uh, franchise. And more of, like, with the Fast and Furious, it's, like, Corvettes and, like... Uh, like muscle cars and all that stuff, but this in this movie, there's it's like a very different vibe on how it is. It's I want just... them to just keep going. Just to, rather than like, I know that they're going to end with like Fast Ten or Fast Ten Part One and Two and all that, you know, whatever. They should just do like Fast and the Furious, like European drift, where it's just like it's just like smart cars drifting around like <laughs> tiny little like uh, like cobblestone streets and stuff like that. Like I want to see like all the different kind of. I, I want to see a moped Fast cars. and the Furious, like Fast all the, the testosterone. But they're just like racing wheelchairs or so, okay, like electric wheelchairs furious. in a senior home. <laughs> Fast and the Furious: Revenge of Elon Musk. It's all Teslas. Yeah, no, they could do an eco-friendly Fast and the Furious. There we go. There it's just go. all Priuses. They are beating. They are actually racing global warming. I feel like that's going to be the tenth one. I feel like we just wrote that movie. Is there in like a race there's against be global like warming? Terrorists. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to go there. I mean, we they just... already went to space. So what's next? <laughs> Solving global warming with Vin Diesel's <laughs> family. Uh, anyways, so if you he's like, like this he's podcast, like, you know what? You know the only thing that should be allowed to warm the globe: the love family. of your family. <laughs> All right, if you stuck stuck with us long enough, thank you. Uh, we appreciate your listenership. I guess that's what you call it. But if you want any more of our podcasts, if you want to listen to older episodes you can find us on spotify and apple podcasts and you could also find us on twitter we will be activating that twitter account um very soon and we'll have that up as well too um do you know what Neil will put the at in the in the show description yeah okay and we'll be better next time apparently because yeah no we'll be we'll definitely be better next time it's okay we're getting our podcast legs back under us you especially it's okay it's like it's like luca playing his way into shape at the beginning of the season like you're you're gonna figure it out i have faith in. and we are also gonna try to keep a schedule so we'll probably we're gonna try and go to once a week we've set a goal for ourselves we are gonna do this we're gonna do this 
We're going to fucking do this. But, uh, you um, know, can we do it? Can we, Are we smart enough? I don't know. Mia's wearing her headphones backwards this whole episode. So we'll we'll see if, uh, if you know, we can figure this stuff out. Uh, anyway, so leave us a re- five-star review. Uh, we love suggestions. Um, we'll, yeah, Mia, we'll, what movie are we going to gonna watch next? You know, babe, I didn't really pick a movie out because you know why? I live my life half quarter tank a mile at a time. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Is this intentional? I know. I just keep forgetting what it is, babe. I might be like a little bit dyslexic. So now you're making fun of my disability. Oh my god! All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Right, Give everyone. us a five star review. That really helps us out. Even though we don't really deserve it for this episode, but we will work in the future to earn it down the line. Okay, you give us that five star now, and you know it's sort of like like we, this was us wrecking your car. Just smashing it into walls <laughs> everywhere. But we're going to be loyal and we're going to pay it off if you give us that five-star no, review down the road. No. We're being unhinged and we're being unhinged for the rest of the season. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>